Hey, last time on Want to Review, this happened. We routed, we ended up landing in Idaho. We've rented a car and we are. All right. Well, gotta turn around. Yeah, I gotta tell you, I was so annoyed with everyone. Oh get my in, God, get in thank God. You'd think that one of the biggest states would be easy to find, but it's not. I can't. We'll see what happens. Thanks for listening. Thanks, guys. Bye. Thanks. Means a lot. Sorry. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of One to Review, the podcast where we rate and review movies in the simplest way possible. We give the movie one point if we didn't like it. We give the movie two points if we did like it. We rate and review movies until we get to 20 points, and then we call it a day. I'm here with my buddy, Brandon. What's up, Alex? Good to hear from you, bud. You ready to review some movies? Oh, as always, I've signed my name in ink. I am here, raising my hand present well then let us kick that intro well here's the thing we just got off a couple episode long adventure where we went to wyoming to try and find some new listeners it turns out we actually never made it to wyoming we lost luke for a while and now we're back. Well, some of us are back, and I, I don't know. What did you think of that whole trip? Yeah, so, it, yeah, again, we, we went to go try to visit Wyoming, and it turns out it doesn't exist. We, we landed outside of it. We drove into it. We drove through it, past it. Uh, very foggy, very eerie, the whole situation. Still a mystery to me, but what we know is that there is not a Wyoming, as far as we can tell. So, here's what we're asking. If any of our listeners have ever been to Wyoming or or in Wyoming ever, please contact us and just let us know how to get there because we've actually lost Luke again and we think he went off in the middle of the night when we were trying to sleep. He was complaining it was so cold in there and I don't blame him, it was cold, but uh, we need to figure out how to get to Wyoming. Well, we don't know about Wyoming, but one thing I do know, it is November and you know what that means, Brandon? It's time to review some movies. That's right, folks. The first film that we saw this week is Creamer 2 Murder City, directed by Travis Blake. This is a 2018 film. It is in theaters now, and I will say it's action-packed to say the least. Brandon, you got any thoughts on Creamer 2 Murder City? Wow, blast from the past. I don't know if you remember, but way back on episode six, we actually reviewed Creamer 1. Do you remember Creamer 1, Alex? Absolutely. Bits and pieces of it, for sure. Uh, I believe I gave it a one, but in hindsight, I, I think I like that film more uh, than I gave it credit to at the time. Absolutely. I actually gave this movie a one point as well at the time, although you're right. Looking back on it, I, I didn't appreciate it for what it was because number two actually is a home run movie for me. This movie deals with issues that I wasn't expecting and did it in a lighthearted way, but also in a very effective way. Here's the thing. After leaving the forest, Creamer takes his son, as you know, little Creamer, along with him on this voyage. Of course, terrorists take over, and they put a stop to it. Special Agent Creamer is back. The James Bond, Jason Bourne-esque uh, hero from the first film, Creamer, is back. And this time, he's with his son. They're going to Atlantic City for the son's 18th birthday when a terrorist group takes over the entire city. 
and Creamer and his son are the only two that can stop them. We've got Patrick Holland returning as Creamer, of course, and now we've got Kelvin Holland, his son, playing his actual son in the film. What'd you think of that, Brandon? I thought it was unique. Do I think he's anywhere as charismatic as his father? I do not. But I think it's cute, and I think this will probably go down in history, and it's one of those films that made a family a bunch of money. Uh, we've got an awesome team of bad guys. If anything, I know, Brandon, uh, both of us, I believe, are fans of big groups of bad guys, very specialized kind of bad guys, and this uh, film definitely has that. Yeah, it feels like a video game movie in the sense that there's like multiple bosses. It feels like each one is very specialized and it's unique character. Uh, they are all female. Um, but yeah, Kelly Jones plays Red Snake as the leader. Red Snake specializes in one thing, fire and also poison. So I guess actually two things, but fiery poison. So this that is- was the, yeah, that was funny for me that she was like, definitely a fire lady and definitely a poison lady. Well, fire poison is, uh, like, part is cool. of me It's a make- new idea. It was very cool, yeah. Uh, like you get burned, and then the burns would get uh, in like poison infection and like really nasty, bubbly poison infection. This movie's great, so action packed. Uh, I like Bandy. Audra Flores plays Bandy. Uh, she's kind of the I don't know the gymnast, one. I yeah, suppose. Totally. Yeah, the flexi. Uh, yeah, she's the one that's like hi- she hides in like a hamper at one point, and jumps up and cuts a guy's throat. Uh, just cool. really cool action sequences of her, kind of parkoury. Quasi, played by Becky Allen. She's got a hunchback, but don't let it stop you. She will run faster than any football players on the field and take you down. Yeah, she reminded me of like the Rhino from uh, you know the Marvel Universe. Totally. Yeah, just a very cool film. And you know, again, I think Kelvin Holland not as charismatic as Patrick Holland, of course, but I do. They, I they, agree with they you lean there. into it. They're aware of it, right? Exactly. And I think what they're implying, so, you know, Creamer's smooth. Creamer is this James Bond uh, kind of orders his coffee with, you know, one Creamer every time. And yeah, like, that was his catchphrase, yeah. His suaveness is something I think was implied that is learned. And that, you know, that I think they imply that Creamer was kind of like his son back in the day, too, not charismatic. And that's that's a learned behavior or whatever. And he's trying to teach him his ways. And is his son receptive? I don't know. It doesn't appear to be in this film. Maybe we'll see a, another part of this sequel where he becomes the next Creamer. I wouldn't mind that. Yeah, and I think Travis Blake, the director and writer, I think his plan, for better or worse, I do not know, is to have Kelvin take up the mantle at some point, to have this film series, you know, change James Bonds in a sense, but to like change them actually with an actor that's related and like to make this weird dynasty of the Holland family always playing the creamer characters, but that'd be cool. Uh, I don't know if I like it, but it's a cool idea, especially creamer verse. And especially, yes, the whole like extended creamer verse, and like with like there's a, supposed to be a red snake skin off too. Yeah. But Kelvin, so here's the thing: if he's shitty in this one, but in a couple movies he actually becomes very charismatic, that's a huge payoff. I feel. You know, if, if the exactly, actor Kelvin Holland comes if around. If they're writing this But if it's a misstep and, and Kelvin turns out not to be a good actor, then this is like a big risk that Travis Blake's taking. But still into it. Let's talk about uh, the budget report. This week, it turns out it only sold out in half of America. So it's actually kind of divided, which is interesting. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it's I was expecting that to be some sort of red blue state thing, but it's really more of a like 
a split down the middle. It's like East Coast and that whole half of the country kind of loves this film and the West Coast isn't too into it, which is really weird to me. I wonder why you went, you said there's hardly anybody in your theater yet over here. Yeah, it I was could empty. hardly get a ticket. I tried to reserve it online quickly. Very bizarre. I really have no idea what that's about unless it's. Yeah, exactly. I have no idea. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, uh, let's review this thing. Yeah. Yeah, I'm ready. Yeah, I'm giving Creamer 2 Murder City two solid points. Uh, definite improvement from Creamer 1. I think just flushing out the villains a little bit. It, you know, Creamer 1 is a little more of a detective film. I mean, it's not. It's got Kabul and it's got, you know, the big ballroom scenes and stuff. Hey, no dancing in this one. That I was totally really interesting. wrote that off. Yeah, they got rid of his whole thing about the dancing. First well, Creamer, I guess, I guess like it's implied the sun came, goal. right? It's implied that the sun came from probably uh one of those from dancers. a dancer yeah yeah I guess because so. he either way yeah it seemed like they thought that was a dumb idea later and so they just didn't put it in this one but either way two points yeah i'm gonna go ahead and agree with you two points um i don't think it's as good as creamer one but here's like i said in hindsight creamer one was a better movie than i thought it was so i think in the future so I'll, I'll probably think this movie is better so i'm just gonna you know cut out the middle section of that time there and just give this movie two points all right yeah nice uh cool that's awesome that is four points for travis blake's creamer verse uh number two in the in the in the whatever cluster there creamer two murder City. four points ba-boom love that movie kind of bow it's time for all an right ad. let's hear it no scorky god damn it sorry i had it's half hard. of this beer and i'm lit dude sorry you're not tr- even half drunk. Hey everyone! It's November. The mi- it's the middle of November. Hot dog snap food right in the middle of November, and we're here to give you a little bit of a November awareness. November is an important month to everybody. November's got multiple holidays. November is the awareness month for multiple causes. I'd like to celebrate November before it goes away, and we're not going to do a Thanksgiving episode. I just want to celebrate everything about November. Uh, so you know, a lot of people at your office may be doing the. Uh, mustache thing that's okay but we're here to give you a couple other a couple other really cool november things you can do around the office to spread awareness and celebrate november in its full capacity alex give us two things to celebrate in november yeah so november is home to youth awareness month this is a whole month to celebrate youth childhood children babies kids teenagers and the way you celebrate that is you've got there's there's ball caps you can get a blue ball cap with a big y on it for youth and i'm seeing these all over the place these are uh, popping up at you know the ball games i'm going to and the grocery store and it's just really great to see people uh bringing awareness to kids to kids you know to children they are our future For my second point, I want to tell you something special about November, something special that Emily Dickinson said. She had a quote that is, November always seemed to me the Norway of the year. For me, that resonates on a level. I've actually been to Norway, and I will say, yeah, I feel that. That weather, that vibe, that getting ready for winter is very much Norway. Mm -hmm. So that's something to celebrate. Or cry about. For my two points, I'm going to tell you a couple causes that I am well aware of. Epilepsy Awareness Month. Yeah, that's November. This is Epilepsy Awareness. Read up about it. 
November is also fun with fondue month. Fondue is not something that I typically take advantage of because it's often cheese, but recently I found out they offer chocolate fondue stations, and that's something I'm totally into. So I went to one, and man, fondue is fun. So I try to do that every November. Have you ever indulged on a fondue station, Alex? I've had a fondue. It was delicious. Very uh, cheesy. Let's kick an ad! Iniciativa de Pishpu en México. Pishpu se enorgulece y anuncia a todos es una iniciativa que abarca el horizonte compartido de México y los Estados Unidos, con programas de gran alcance y alcance comunitario implementado intercambios de ideas nacionales y internacionales. Pishpu para un mejor mañana hoy. Hey, Alex, did you know we have a hotline that people call in and leave us movies to review? I sure did. I love it when people call our hotline and tell us about movies or products that they would love for us to review. It's really helpful. It's great. It's so cool when they dial the number one three four seven six nine nine zero zero six eight. Look, you remember it. It's so easy to remember. Anybody can do it. Absolutely. Let's play a message from uh, Nick from Albuquerque. Thanks for calling, Nick. Here's your message. Hello, this is Nick calling from Albuquerque, New Mexico, with a request to review my newest favorite film, Caught in a Pinch. It's a film about a hapless, near-do-well subway pincher slash groper who inadvertently gropes a social justice warrior, a sort of mousy, curly-haired type, and he's defended in court by a very no-nonsense blonde femme um femme yeah and so the sort of the double entendre here because it happens to be a little love triangle where he's falling in love with the sjw while at the same time falling in love with his own defense counsel um People were amused by a hot dog vendor outside the courthouse that dispenses good advice to all uh, interested parties. I think that's everything. Well, can't wait to hear more. Nick, thank you so much for calling. And from Albuquerque, hey, Albuquerque is amazing. I've been there multiple times. The movie you want us to review this week is Caught in a Pinch. This was directed by Judy King. This is great. It is streaming. It is available everywhere but Tingler. It is not a scary movie, but check it out anyways. Alex, what were your thoughts on Ting? Yes, uh, my thoughts on Tingler, great fucking streaming service. My thoughts on Cotton a Pinch, uh, not quite my film, but I want to hear your thoughts on it. Maybe I can suss out a better opinion on it. Yeah, basically, you know, it starts with the subway grope, but then it gets to this court, and that's kind of the meat of the film is this court, this kind of long, protracted trial where we've got this beautiful... Uh, d- defense, you know, that has uh, has to defend this groper, and then we've got this, you know, equally beautiful uh, prosecutor, and they kind of fall in love, and the defendant loves his lawyer, and then there's this intern that also loves one of them. It's a, it's a very complicated love, not even a triangle, it's a love uh, a mess <laughs> in the courtroom there. And the nice thing about this film, though, is every once in a while, we step out of the courtroom for these lunch breaks and stuff, and we get to see Sam Elliott, famous, you know, Western actor Sam Elliott plays uh, a, 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 a hot dog, hot dog dealer, yeah. hot dog vendor outside that almost all these characters go to. So he gets to kind of see all their lives. And uh, he gives these really wonderful kind of breakdowns of not only the film and kind of catches you up on what's kind of happening. Little proverbs really almost. Kind of, 
Yeah, these really wonderful proverbs that for me were really, really moving and helpful. So this film does have these little kernels of of self-help almost, I would say, and relationship advice that you can pull from it, but but just still kind of a mess. And, and a lot of kind of gender politics and um, just that kind of stuff, which right now is, is, you know, I don't know, touchy subject and not something that I particularly am enjoying uh, watching in, in media like this. Yeah, this was an interesting film. I think I liked it. It went a little over my head, so I actually asked a friend, and he said what it kind of is is like a metaphor for like a club, but also like a um, sexual encounter, if you will. The courtroom is. Yeah, and I like for whatever... <laughs> As complicated as that kind of sounds, like I kind of got that from the film. I don't even know how to describe what you just said, but like, yeah, there's, there's metaphor for sure. Yeah. This film is it's very layered. smart. Yeah. I mean, Judy King is like a playwright. She is, she's been around and knows how to tell story. And I a hundred percent feel like this film was over my hat. Yeah, there's and the I think even that Sam Elliott like an overture when the subway and the groping, and then you know uh-huh. thematically there's. Um... I love the intro, the beginning and the way, yeah, the subway scene into the title cards is like really beautifully done. Yeah, I know this film's smarter than me. That's maybe what it is. I think that Sam Elliott character is kind of like a dumbing down thing that it almost seems like the film would be better without him, but I needed him there to get me through it. Why would it be better without him? Well, I'm just saying, I think that the, it, it felt like almost a nod to the audience or like a, mm-hmm. a hand-me-down, a hand a handout to the dumb audience member like me. I enjoyed That it. I think this film could work as a complicated film that a very smart person could pick apart and understand the, the relationships and all that's going on. But I needed a cowboy to kind of walk me through it is what it almost felt like. Oh. Either way, yeah. No, I think you're right. I think for me, the cowboy added a sense of whimsy to the whole situation. And he's not a cowboy, for the record. He's, he is a hot dog vendor, but, I mean, it's Sam Elliott, so it is a cowboy. He kind of can't not be. Right. Yeah, exactly. But, uh, uh, Mike Smith is our groper. He's barely in there. He doesn't have too many lines. But the, the action's really driven by uh, Michaela Jackson and Davis uh, McElroy, I think is her name. Davis McElroy? Yeah, fine. Yes. Fine, totally fine. A yeah, dancer, and they both do I guess, a, originally. Yeah, I don't know really any of these actors except Sam Elliott. It's a little bit more of an indie film, but again, uh, smart, smart stuff. Tell your smart friends to watch this film. I think they'll really get it. Uh, for me, are you ready to review this, Brandon? Yeah, we might as well sum this one up. Yeah, I got to give it one point. It's just over my head. It's, yeah, intricate, intricate film. Beautifully shot, though, and yeah, whatever, one point. Yeah, I, I don't like to give one-point movies to Colin movies, so I'm not going to do that. I'm going to give this two points. All righty. That is three points for Caught in a Pinch by Judy King. Thank you so much, Nick, again, for calling us up. And anyone else, please call us up and let us know about things that you would like for us to review. You'll get our honest and review with, of a sure real will. movie. Yep. And with that, we got to give you two more things about November. Things to celebrate, things to be aware of. Brandon, what do you got over there? November. For me, it's more like fun, Ember. Um, I don't know, actually. Hold on. All right, as you may or may not know, Brandon, November is Peanut Butter Lovers Month. Do you like peanut butter? I love peanut butter. Just the other day, I was at the grocery store. I got some peanut butter off the shelf. 
got to the counter. It was $10. Is that how much peanut butter is nowadays? $10 it's everywhere? It's expensive. Well, you're going to a fancy New York organic. It was organic, stuff, right? but $10. Yep, that's how it goes, man. There's a peanut shortage in Kentucky right now. I think like half the fields dried up. Yeah, they of that got big the tornado. Peanut worm. Yeah, a big tornado came and brought the peanut worm. You only got one point, so that's only one thing about November. For oh, you. well, crap. Oh, you have to wait. Yep, I'm done. Yep. For me, here's the thing. Everybody remembers a November in their lives. I was thinking down. I was thinking to myself, what were some of the happiest Novembers in my life? I remember November 1995. I saw Pixar's Toy Story because it debuted, and I was having Thanksgiving at a relative's house in the mountains, and we all ate Thanksgiving lunch and then saw Toy Story. Do you remember your first Toy Story viewing experience, Al? No, I don't remember mine. Uh, I have been abstaining from that film. Intentionally abstaining. Uh, I hear it's so good that I want to save it for a time when I need to see a good movie. Um, but that said, that sounded like such a, a wonderful Maybe you, you can know, make it your Thanksgiving it. tradition. That's what I'm wondering now. So I might pop that thing in this month. I didn't know it came out this month. Celebrate November any way you can. You know what I also remember? This is weird. This is... I used to watch a lot of TV as a kid, but in November of 1993, did you know the Food Network premiered? I did know that. That is cool. I mean, because for me, the Food Network... was a big deal at our house. I gotta be honest. I don't like eating, but for some reason, I love watching food being cooked. Mm -hmm. It is so relaxing mm -hmm. to me. I can just zone out and really get into it. That sounds nice. Excellent. Well, that's three points. And that means that we will go to another advertisement. I came quick. Here it is. Ben and Jerry's are back. This time combining dinner and dessert with Ben and Jerry's chocolate chicken nugget crunch. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for a snack review. Time to snack yourself out. Folks, we wanted to review a couple of hot snacks that are on the market right now because, you know, we love watching films, but sometimes it's nice to nosh while you do. And these are some tasty vittles that we thought would fit the bill. Folks, this week we ate diet Snickers as well as some diet Skittles. Brandon, what did you think of the diet craze hitting these two snack foods the way it did? I'm into this. I'm so into this. I went to the movie theater the other day, and lo and behold, under the counter, they had diet Snickers and diet Skittles. This is something I can totally get behind. Sure, they charge an extra $3, so yeah, that, that brings up the one pack of diet Skittles packed to like $14, but I can have a whole bag of of Snickers and not feel bad about it. Mm -hmm. So yeah, the weight is almost, I was, I was doing the math, but the weight is almost like one bag of diet Skittles is equal to like seven Skittles, like regular Skittles. And that's insane. Yeah, so like, I don't know, honestly, what, how they do it. Cause these diet Skittles taste the exact same, I would argue, right? They taste. Yeah. There was a, a milky metallic, maybe. Milky metallic? Did you get that at it all? It was in the back of my throat a little bit. Back of your throat, milky metallic, but besides that, that, it was subtle. It was subtle. It was like uh, you had yogurt 
two hours before. And what the this is insane because this is like almost negative calories they claim. It's like what 0.2 calories. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So again, I don't know what's in these skittles. I don't get it, but uh, surprisingly delicious. They had two kinds. I had uh, original, but you had the Malton Berry. Malton Berry right? is good. Or mal- it was not. It was variety berry or something, right? Malton Berry is one of the berries. Malton Berry is part of the whole trio. Yeah, it's like a menage. It's got goji berries and it's got um, asahi. Uh huh. So good, good. They're all traditional energy berries, but yeah, they all come together in a nice palette that satisfies and refreshes. Yeah, good, good, good. Yeah, I had the regular Skittles, so or the classic, whatever you want to call them, regular uh, diet Skittles. And yeah, same thing, pretty good. Uh, what did you think about these Snickers, the diet Snickers that we split? How did you feel about that guy? This one, I'm actually a little bit hesitant to recommend because... I'm not into this one. Yeah, this one, I don't know. For me, a it Snickers like is a... something that I eat when I, I need to feel it, you know? When I need to feel yeah. the shame and I need to feel like, why am I buying a candy bar instead of a meal sort of situation? I go for a Snickers. Uh-huh. And this diet one, I didn't feel any of that. It felt like a husk. It felt like a ghost. Right. It felt like a ghost of a Snickers bar. Sh- like shell of that kind of emotion and feeling. Yeah. Even down to like it was, gr- it looked grayish, you know? The chocolate was a little grayish, really like a soulless, a sad, sad Snickers. They, didn't, they haven't like figured out how to get head. the diet uh, chocolate stuff, but like the synthetic fruit on the Skittles was superb, so they're probably not far sure. away. Yes, I'd say the diet Snickers, uh, very chewy. Uh, it took me a very, very long time. Way too chewy. To chew. Almost like gum. Like it was almost like gum. Yeah. Like Yes, like chocolate gum, which is sexy sounding but you haven't had it for a reason exactly it was a uh, it was frustrating especially because of the ghostiness the nature of it yeah all right so well, let's review these are you ready to review them you got any other thoughts about these diets no i think it's time i want to try the diet reese's cups but they were not in yet they had been sold out the, you could the pre-order guy at the movie theater said yep that's what the guy at the movie theater said he said there's a wait list that you can get on to get those diet uh reese's that are coming out so apparently those things are even less than the Skittles. They're call like, me when you get Diet like, Twizzlers. I'll, I'll be pretty Call me when those. you get the Diet Twizzlers. Uh, all right, yeah, I'm going to give the Diet Snickers a one point. I'm going to give the Diet Skittles a two point, giving me three points for this SS snack review. Absolutely, I'm going to follow your trend and echo it exactly. One point on that Diet Snickers. Back to the drawing board, boys. Two points for the Diet Skittles. Mm, into the belly, my boys. That's right. Mm-hmm. All right, that is three hotnesses a piece, which are the six points total. Six points. Six points for that little bit of a snack review there. So the first thing that I am going to give you, the first little piece of November November knowledge, is uh, a little quote from some friends that you might recognize. It is, <clears throat> "When I look into your eyes, I can see a love restrained. But darling, when I hold you, don't you know I feel the same?" Because nothing lasts forever, and we both know hearts can change. And it's hard to hold a candle in the November rain. Hootie and the Blowfish. No, Guns N' Roses. Really? From November rain. No, yep. sounds like a Hootie uh, one. So that's a, Dave it Matthews. sounds a lot like one. Sounds like Dave Matthews. Nope, it's Guns N' Roses. It does sound like that too, but it's uh, Dave, Dave Matthews is who that is. And uh, I want to tell you guys a little bit 
about Dave Matthews. Yeah. All right, for my second point here, I want to tell you a little thing you may, but probably did know about November. It is the 11th month. The standard calendar that we use has 12 months in it. We've got January, February, March, all the way up to December, and right there, second to last, November. And that's right where we are. So if that is any insight to you, we are one month away from the end of the entire year. And the average human lives about 89 years. So. Just to give you a little reference point, there you go. Thanks for the reference point. I really appreciate it. And for my third point, I want to tell you that it's National Raisin Bread Month. That's right. You know, Raisin Bread Day was, I remember, at my elementary school and yours. We went to the same elementary school. Raisin Bread Day was a big deal. And then I remember the big, I mean... I don't think it was just a statewide, but I think it was a big, you know, big national push to get Raisin Bread Day extended to that Raisin Bread Week. And then now it's at this whole month, which I am so stoked about. Raisin Bread being a staple of any boy from New Mexico. We eat that stuff, you know, almost as much as our green chili. We love that Raisin Bread. And so I'm really pushing and hoping that we get this Raisin Bread year, this annual celebration that is every year is just this Raisin Bread uh you know full out festival are you a swirl boy do you do the cinnamon in your raisin bread or are you a strictly just raisin i do them all man yeah i'll no. do any kind of raisin bee that's true yeah good for boy she, man mm-hmm. november is great november is known for a lot of reasons yeah sure you got thanksgiving sure you got the leaves changing often that's beautiful in itself but you know what else you got hmm. you got the oven method awareness month this is something not many people know but you can actually cook bacon in the oven it's super easy it takes about the same amount of time way less cleanup and evenly cooked bacon so november you might want to check on the oven method highly recommended i have two other points to give and that's insane because november isn't that special it's just like any other month it comes in line it just follows time yeah i mean that's one uh november follows time and it's it's, one more it almost feels like it's unnecessary do you know anyone has a birthday in november i do but you could just shift those around and then what's you know what's gonna happen you know what this what it's just like what happened in wyoming what happened to all the people in wyoming were there ever people in wyoming what would happen if we just moved november were there ever any birthdays in november look you've got david schwimmer dolph lundgren matthew mcconaughey parker posey adam hamburger david day lewis you've got huge birthdays in november i'm sorry i'm just affected by seasonal affective disorder and it's really hitting hard it's real gray oh yeah You've got Alan Shepard, Grace Kelly, Georgia O'Keefe, Carl Sagan. November is also seasonal affective disorder awareness. Nelly, Kendall Jenner. Birthdays make me happy. Jenny McCarthy. I'm feeling better already. Thanks. I said Alan Shepard. You heard that? It's his birthday, really? Mm -hmm. All right. I've got a smile now. Thanks. All right, folks, 
we gotta kick it to one more ad before we get out of here. So kick. That's insane. Kick the ad. Space mission one. Be one of the first civilians to be taken into space with Space Mission 1. Millionaire Tom Schumer has invested and created the first commercial spaceport. Sign up today and receive half off your first in-flight dessert during your exciting three-month mission around the sun. T-minus 60 seconds and counting. All right. Folks, that's another episode of One Two Review in the can. Can you believe it? That's like 70-something episodes. And I gotta be honest, I didn't think we'd make it this far. Nope, nope, everyone thought we wouldn't, but we did. So hang tight, yep. more info about that later. Yep, don't worry too much about it. Rab, you're our Patreon donor since the beginning, we really appreciate it. Every month you donate a small amount to us, and that helps us pay for our hosting, or for our website, art, or for our um, fabulous voice acting lessons that we all get every week. And as you can tell, they really paid off. So, Rap, thank you. We also want to thank Rap. You're also a really decent sponsor. You donate a little bit less, and that's why you get a mumble shout-out. But, hey, but that's by your choice, and we appreciate it. You help us out all the same. Yeah, if you want to become a Patreon, a patron of our Patreon, then just go to patreon.com and search for one to review. And that's an easy way to throw us a little bit of cash, help us get through pains of creating this wonderful, wonderful podcast every week we also have a hotline one three four seven six nine nine zero zero six eight that's right give us a call any day or night it goes directly to voicemail you're not harassing anybody i wish you could text us we're not quite there but the cool thing is you leave a message you hear yourself in the podcast so that's kind of cool you can show it off to your friends Check us out on Instagram, at 1-2-Review, all spelled out one word for some exclusive content, videos, and the like. Folks, thank you so much for listening. We really, truly appreciate it. Last but not least, if you've ever been to Wyoming or know anybody who's been to Wyoming, please get in contact with us. Next week, we're going to be reviewing Lie Inside. Who's that behind you? No, really. There's someone behind you. Cat of the Sinister Eye and who be my child?